0: And welcome to HopeForMe.Live. Today we're going to be talking about love after loss. Now folks, when you go through a significant loss in your life, um, it might seem like all hope is lost. It might seem like that you'll never ever get over it. You may find no hope. You're living in complete darkness. But the fact is, is that you can learn to love again after a loss. You can learn to move from that loss into the light, from, from the darkness and and all of the claws of the evil one that wants to tell you that everything is done and and all your plans and all your dreams um, are finished. And God says something a little different. Right. And so what we want to do is help you go back, get through the loss so that you can learn to love again because you can't love again until you deal with, the loss in your life.
1: That's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. All right. Well,
0: the show's done. Have a nice day. (laughs) Go ahead.
1: (laughs) So whether you've lost someone um, that you love through a breakup or passing away, there always be a level of grief involved and it can make it difficult to know when or how to move on. But I think it's very important that we talk about that. There always, always is a level of grief. We have to acknowledge that. And that's going to be important in how we move on. How we deal with that is going to be important. In how we move on,
0: but that really varies significant, right. significantly. That would be an adverb between one person and another.
1: Right. It's 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 very true. So it depends on the person and and the circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, it really depends on the level of loss that there was there. So say you've been dating someone for two weeks and you were head over heels for them but then and you thought you were in love but then you lost them, you're probably it's not gonna be as deep or um, the circumstances aren't gonna be the same as someone who's been married for twenty five years. Sure. And then just, well, and thanks just had for children great and revelation, that kind of thing. Angie. <laughs> so so I'm I'm I just not not that, that pain isn't real, you know, it's all relative, the pain that you're going through. But it's it's important to acknowledge, okay, at what level am I dealing with this loss?
0: so you have seven specific steps that you want to go through um to help people go from that loss back to we're using the word love but in a way back to life again
1: right right it's you know love is but love is such a deep connection it's it's deeper than anything just um so so it connects you in a way that it, when, when you've lost it it kind of feels like a piece of you is missing mm-hmm. you know it's you've been torn apart um, because of that love connection, that deep connection. And so we kind of wanted to help you give some, um, give you some perspective or some things to think about when you're trying to, to move forward. How, how do I know when it's time? How do I know even how to do that when my heart has been so broken? And so hopefully these things will help you understand that.
0: Okay, so this is not on the cheat sheet, but I wanted you to, um, to answer this question for us, okay? Okay. Um, do... Women have more difficulty with this than men. I mean, I, I think of men sometimes, you know, we're just the grunts, you know, and we get over things faster than the ladies. Mm-mm. Is that I, true? No. Because, I mean, men think it's true. I, <laughs> we do.
1: And I think women think that that's true for men. You know, they think they deal with it more. I think they deal with it. I don't want to say more or less. I would say differently. Okay. I Differently. Um... And I think that there's a chance that men, um, could avoid or move on quickly just so they don't have to deal with, because it's emotional. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, so it just also depends on the person. It's not necessarily male or female.
0: Okay. So, so the first point we've kind of talked about, and there's always going to be a level of healing that's needed and we have to recognize that.
1: Right. Right. Just always, you know, so, so. The best thing for you to do first and foremost is to say, at what level? Where, where am I? How, how much am I broken down? At what level am I going to need healing? So you have to have that honest perspective in order to be able to move forward.
0: All right. Number two, the time frame for moving forward is not what's important, you say. It is the amount of healing that has occurred.
1: Right. Right. And, and this is important to realize you don't get focused on the time. Don't, you know, a lot of people have goals for their life and they're saying maybe, maybe you're in your twenties and you're saying, I want to be married by I'm 30, by the time I'm 30. So I need to figure this out and get moving and get to the next relationship. But you you have to be careful with that. And you have to realize that, that the important thing is, is that you get the healing that you need that you do that you're in a healthy place to go into that next relationship so it's not about the time it's about how much healing has occurred before you enter into a new relationship one
0: person it can take a week to go through a specific healing process another person can take months
1: right right and it's also about how much do are you putting into that healing
0: guy question number two can't we just speed things up
1: if you want Come to... Come on. If if,
0: we, we're my, gonna, my I, I'm abs- a guy. I'm speaking for the men out there. We want to get through this fast.
1: The way to get through it fast, and we're going to go over some of these okay, things, fine. but the way yeah. to get through it fast is possibly be very intentional about your healing and also invite other people to help you walk it through it so that you're not missing anything.
0: I think you're stealing from one of your points coming I up. I am. All right. Number three, healing is a process and it can be tricky. Don't be tempted to move on too quickly even when you're feeling better. All right, let's let me let me stop right there. You're feeling better, I'm healed, and therefore you move on. Right. But you're saying it doesn't always work that way.
1: Right. It doesn't always work that way. You know, you're going to have good days and bad days, you know. So so you might be feeling okay one day and feel like, oh, "Okay, I'm doing better. I got this." But it's a little bit tricky. It, it, sometimes you'll be fooled by that and thinking, okay, I'm ready to move on just because I'm having a good day. Mm-hmm. In the healing process, you are going to have good days and bad days. And so you need to make sure that you've gone through a full healing process, which means you know, you've know, you gotten through the good days, you've gotten through the bad days, and you're in a healthier mindset So it can't all be about feelings. It has to be what's going on in your head. How are you thinking about things, not just how you're feeling? And that's going to be a better, well-rounded idea of your healing.
0: Okay. um, But don't your thoughts control your emotions most of the time?
1: No, absolutely not. I think emotions are, are super strong. Uh-huh. And so sometimes we, we go by what we're feeling. Uh-huh. Um, and that's not always the wise thing to do. It's, it's good to listen to where we are with our emotions. But we have to have that healthy mindset um, to be able to know where we're really at. We, can't, we have to know what we're thinking about. Um, we're using wisdom. We're using caution, that kind of thing. But we cannot just run away with our feelings. So, so our minds and our mindset and our feelings have to work together.
0: So, um, I want to stop right here while you're doing on the counseling side of it, and just just a pastoral note that um, God really does want to bring healing to you. Um, it's His sincere desire that you don't live in loss forever. Uh, he, the Bible very explicitly says that there's going to be a season for. Um, healing. There's going to be a season when you are mourning your loss. I mean, in Israel, they, they intentionally brought mourners into a situation and everybody's crying. I mean, it was amazing. But the fact is, is that God wants you to get to this spot that we're talking about. And he has this supernatural ability to help you. And he has the truth and the wisdom to help you think through the process and so when you turn to him when you turn to the bible look at the bible for answers when you turn for godly people to help you walk through the process it is so very effective to do it when you include god versus if you don't include god now that doesn't mean it can't happen right but you're just making it a lot harder on yourself when you don't include the supernatural in it
1: Right. And, and, you know, the, the when you're including that, it could, you were asking earlier, how do we get through this real fast? Well, God can bring you that wisdom and understanding in a supernatural way that you couldn't have on your own. And so if you want to get through it faster, you're going to connect to every way that is going to help you. Um, process and heal in a healthy way.
0: So you say it's a process, okay? So right. when I hear the term process, I'm thinking, okay, step A, step B, step C, step D.
1: Right, right. So so there is a process and there's layers of pain and hurt. Um, for instance, if you're grieving, there's that grieving process where sometimes you're going to be angry. Sometimes you're going to Um, think of the hard things and and be frustrated, or you're going to think of the good times and be sad. So there's all these, part of the process is is remembering and learning and acknowledging what happened, seeing the emotions that you have and healing from those emotions and getting you into a healthy way of thinking. So that is all a, a kind of entwined process that you'll go through.
0: There is an old saying that time heals all wounds, and while that's not necessarily true in certain circumstances, like if you're harboring bitterness and unforgiveness, that stuff just doesn't go away. You know, as we move in time, um, time can be a healing process in the sense that you know, as we move further and further from that that time of trauma and loss, it does get easier. And when when you're in the middle of it at the beginning and it's fresh, it's so hard to see that as time goes along as long as you're taking the proper steps it does get easier
1: right I've often heard people say time is my best friend or my worst enemy Mm -hmm. Um, so it really depends on what you're doing with that time as well but um, so if your time does can heal the further you get away from that situation I agree with that um, but also for lasting healing or, or, or to get you to a better place where you're ready to move into the next phase of your life. It's what you do at that time. That's really going to matter.
0: If you're going through a loss and you're having a lot of trouble, you know, we're here for you at hope for me live. Go to the website at hope for me live. Um, the, our phone number is on it. You can call us, um, and we'll help you through the process, um, it, we're more of a band-aid fix I would say than we would be someone who can walk with you day by day as as somebody who who is close to you and someone who's gonna be with you um, and I don't mean band-aid in a bad way I'm just saying we can lead you down the road and help you start the process and maybe even be accountable on occasion um, with you So call the number if you need help Angie's often on the line mm-hmm. and again the website is hope dot live so number four step or idea behind this healing process going uh, from loss back to love again is letting other people walk you through the grieving and healing process. Um, let's talk about specifically what kind of people we're looking at that we want to include in this.
1: Right. So this these are going to be people who are, are willing to kind of um, check in with you on a regular basis. Someone that you can really share your open, vulnerable heart with. Mm-hmm. That you're not going to be able to to kind of tell. Even you know, even maybe you're going to have hard days, so you might want to rant or be angry, and and you're not afraid to do that with them because they'll always bring you back to that place of understanding or hope or so people you can trust with your emotion people that who aren't afraid to tell you the truth and get you into a right way of thinking my mindset because when we're grieving or we're hurting a loss we don't always have that right mindset like we talked about earlier our emotions have taken us over so we want people who have some wisdom have some understanding of grief and pain, and we'll be able to walk you through that.
0: Okay, and you said something very important. Some Somebody who can set you straight. You didn't say it that way, maybe, but that's what I heard. Someone who can tell you the truth in love. You know, I kind of think of the Hollywood movie where someone is going absolutely nuts, and a very close person just whacks them upside the face like a slap. Get your act together! But that's a friend. Not We're not advocating violence. But no. You, you get the idea that sometimes you need someone who's going to be lovingly harsh with you right? to get you back on the road.
1: And, and and just on a side note, just even when you're not grieving, you're not going there, it's, when you're just going through life regularly, it's so good to have those kinds of people in your life. It is so good to have those friends that you can be absolutely vulnerable with, that you can tell them the truth, and they will tell you the truth back. In my opinion, there's nothing more valuable.
0: I made a statement. It was weird. I said lovingly harsh. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if, if that is a biblical concept or not. <laughs> Lovingly harsh. No, I
1: think it works. Oh, well, I guess it depends on the person.
0: Okay. You're not a fan. I can see. She's <laughs> she's rolling her eyes. Okay, number five. When taking those first steps forward, caution is wisdom. Fear is not. So let's talk about being cautious moving forward. What are we cautious of? Being too fast too cavalier
1: right right we we you know a a trap sometimes when i said you know you know the process can be tricky one of the traps that we sometimes have is we have a temptation to avoid because it's painful we don't want to look at it we want to say yeah we're better we're fine we're over it so so there's that aspect and then there's the aspect of being fearful to go ahead and move forward um, so either one can be tricky. So caution is wisdom. So, so you're stepping in, but you're stepping in cautiously, remembering all the things that you've learned, all the things that you've come through, all the healing you've had. Keep those in note, the things that um, we've learned through the healing process that we may, could, maybe could have done better. Or things to look out for; those are all things we learn during the healing process. So we're cautiously using wisdom to go forward into this new um, relationship or opening ourselves up to love. But anything that has to do with fear, any decisions that we make make out of fear, is never going to be healthy and might clue us into that we're not actually healed yet.
0: Fear of newness is so common with 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 people. I was going to say Americans, just people in general. We we fear the unknown. We get accustomed to what we are accustomed to. When we think and extrapolate the future out, not sure what that holds, it makes people fearful. Right. And that's where faith in God comes in. Yeah. That he's walking with us through it all. And we don't have to fear the great unknown. Right. Number six, healing often happens. You had mentioned this earlier, um, but let's let's really unravel it and uh, unlayer it healing often happens in layers and sometimes love helps us heal but looking for love to replace healing can be more damaging
1: right so there's a lot in there okay. yeah so so first and foremost you know it's just so much healing that has to happen in order for you to move forward but and sometimes you know we don't really know how much healing we don't we don't have an understanding of where those little seeds of hurt and pain could rise up and so that's what i'm talking about with layers we might think we're doing okay and then we'll have you know, a, a memory or something might come upon us, or as we're talking to a new person, possibly they might say something that triggers something deep in your heart that you didn't know that was still hurting you. So that's what I'm talking about. Layers. It might take some time to figure those things out. And so, you know, the other point that we had in here is that love, some kind, sometimes can help heal those places that you did not see before. So say you've gone through a lot of healing, say you, you're feeling better, you're feeling more secure, you understand um, some things that happened in the past and you're, you're able to move forward and you begin into maybe a new love relationship and this person is building you up and encouraging you and you're doing that for them. But through that, you still might have some triggers here and there that you can now discuss with this person and they might be able to help you heal in that area.
0: But it's imperative that you don't get someone too close to you too quick where you're going to attach to them before you're ready because you still need that healing.
1: Right, right. So it's it's a little bit tricky, but be open to all those possibilities if you're afraid to move into a new relationship because you're thinking, I'm not completely 100% healed yet. That's not always the case. Sometimes... That that person that God brings into your life, that that new person actually can be the person that helps you finish or complete that healing that
0: you didn't have previously. So you just have to use a lot of wisdom. A lot of wisdom. But but I I got a feeling that most people make the mistake of getting involved into a relationship too quickly, and that can lead to more trouble in the relationship. Because they hadn't really healed yet.
1: Right. So that would be just trying to fill the gap. Yes. Trying trying to feel the sadness. They become codependent. Code yeah. Like you're, code you're just trying thing. to kind of get through it in a different way rather than going through the healing process. Yeah. We're talking about if you've been through a healing process and not avoided, and if you've done the work and, and then you're moving into a new relationship, that person can actually help bring healing. Not... So we're not avoiding by just getting into another relationship. I'm a big
0: fan of of bringing in quality people into your life that can uplift you, uphold you, and help you through that healing process. Right. Do not bring in those kind of quality people. It may not be people the Lord wants you to be intimately involved in. Not right. necessarily in a romantic relationship, but intimately involved in, period. Right, right. All right, number seven in the healing process. You may have setbacks, but taking steps forward no matter how small will ensure your eventual success so don't give up because there's going to be hurdles
1: right anything worth having is going to take a little bit of effort a little bit of work so healing is probably one of the most important things you can do for yourself and for the people around you you're gonna have hard days you might have gone a long way in your healing but then maybe have a couple setbacks that it's okay the setbacks is actually good because it helps you identify where you still need some more healing So don't get discouraged. Pick yourself up. Maybe invite someone else to encourage you and go ahead and start moving forward again. Any small step that you take is going to be beneficial for your eventual healing.
0: All right, Angie, thank you so very much. Absolutely. All right, folks, so you're listening at HopeForMe.Live. Go to our website at HopeForMe.Live to be able to listen to over 160 podcasts representing all of the different issues that we can go through in our lives from a biblical perspective, offering you some spiritual guidance, through counseling, and through pastoral care. This uh, particular show, Love After Loss, I think is a very, very important show for people to listen to if you've gone through a loss at any level uh, in the past uh, several weeks, months, or even years, depending on where you are in that healing process. We'll see you tomorrow.